0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creator's co-op, in affiliation with the network at
1: BICBB-radio.com.
0: Hello there. Welcome to our third episode of the 716th Attack Legion episode. I got it right this time, guys. I don't know if you heard that.
2: (laughs) 716th. Hey, that's
0: the military in me. Yeah. Uh, Today's episode is the I don't like sand.
2: It's coarse. It's coarse and and it's rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere.
3: Everywhere. (laughs) Yes, that is who I want to have my babies with. Oh, and we're off. And
1: pa- that really, yeah, that really, <laughs> that really got Padme, you know. Like. <laughs> so,
0: today's episode, we're going to be talking uh, specifically about the sequels. Or, not the sequels, I apologize, the prequels. <laughs> My mind is all over the place because that's the order in which they came out, <laughs> and not in which the story itself. So, today we're talking about the prequel series, uh, which will be Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, the best movie ever.
1: And... Uh, Revenge of the Sith.
3: The really best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: no, it's the the Clone Wars animated movie. It's the best. Yeah. All right. All right. The you got me there. Live best live action movie. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so,
0: now you're on. Good. You got me there. Um. So in today's episode, though, um, we're gonna be talking about, like I said, the, the prequels. I'm gonna kick it off by stating that I was. As stated in the earlier episode, I was about seven when the prequels came out.
2: Um, you guys were barely a twinkle. Yeah, we were like months old, right? Yeah. 1999. December 1999, Yeah. So I was a year and one month. So, okay. So you guys were... Star Wars
0: wasn't really... That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars wasn't really uh, your guys' um, in your purview yet. It wasn't in your
3: down your road so you guys could have been Trekkies for all we know we talked about this a bit in the last episode and like it kind of dawned on me when we were actually talking about this in the last episode um that like I didn't realize how young I was when I watched the prequels yeah like I knew I was five or six when I watched the original trilogy but like for whatever reason I thought I was much older when I watched the prequels but I wasn't I watched the original trilogy and then I watched the prequels right after it so I was like, yeah, five or six when I watched the prequel. I mean, I
1: think I was the same again, I don't like have the most clear memory of like when I first watched any of these movies I'm being honest. Uh, I mean what do you uh, When did I watch the prequels you think like did I re- watch the one and two right before? Uh, the, prequels, the third one came out uh, Leading up to the release of episode three so you could go see it in the theater okay yeah I was
2: I was four when episode two came out so by by the time I was by the time episode two came out, I had seen. The four that came before it. And then um, episode two came out. I couldn't see it in the theater. Um, And then, and then when Mm -hmm. episode three came out, I went, you know, then uh, by that point I was like seven. So Mm -hmm. we went and saw, you know, we went and saw, me and my dad went and saw it actually. And it was ironic too because my mom was the Star Wars fan. My dad, he likes Star Wars and, you know, but he's very unemotional when it comes to movies. He's not very. He's like, all right, I'll go see it because it's a movie and it's something to do. And he's like that about all movies. Whereas my mom is the nerd. It's, we're gonna go see every Star Wars movie, every superhero movie, every this, every that. And so yeah,
0: <laughs> there was that.
2: a feud between them because my dad took me to see it first. <laughs> my mom was pissed. She's like, you went and saw Star Wars three without me. And I that's, was like, that's how my family
0: was with Harry Potter. Midnight release tickets the whole night. We went out. We would go out to dinner. And then we would yeah. go see the Harry Potter movies. And Harry my Potter, dad got so
2: mad. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban was the first movie I ever saw in a theater. I and think we saw them. all the best Harry Potter The first movie I,
3: I, I saw in theaters was Finding Nemo. I might, that might be
1: I'm probably a Pixar thing, right? I, I'm guessing. I, th- yeah, I, I think I like, maybe
3: Incredibles
1: or something like that. Mr. Incredible. Yeah. But anyway, Spider-Man. Um, might s- maybe Spider-Man. Spider-Man such a good movie. Yeah, the original Spider-Man is a like, and good, that will be good camp right there. And that good will be camp. on our next episode Welcome of the, back Spider-Man, to the podcast. Spider-Man podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Spider-Man. podcast. Right we're
2: right not.
0: Right. So we're in the wrong universe here, guys. So well, are movies farming too.
1: I know I was going to chime in, but I do remember one one thing that happened is Lego Star Wars came out as a PC game. The
3: mm, first one. I love Lego and so we were playing. Oh, PlayStation on computer, Two. So
1: and that was 2005, before Revenge of the Sith came out. So definitely, you were you had seen mm. all yeah, the, that is true. the other two prequel movies by the time that game came out.
2: And that's crazy, too, to talk about really quick that the uh, Lego Star Wars game, the original Lego Star Wars game for PlayStation 2 was all, the first three movies is episodes one, two and three. But it came out before episode three came out. Yeah. So, so, did, so did the and then episode the, Re- the Revenge of the Sith video game. game came out and they knew that it was going to come out before. The movie, so they made the game in a way that there was two endings. And that is the one thing about that that shocked me was why on earth would they do that?
0: The same reason they did it when they released the episode three game. Because you gotta appease the fans.
2: Yeah, but why would you put the plot of the movie that hasn't been out
0: yet
3: into a game? Yeah, there is a lot more in that game though. Like there was was a lot of there was like them exploring the uh, uh, The General Grievous. Yeah, the Venator. There's all sorts of extra stuff. There's extra stuff. That game is so long. Oh my god, it's like
2: seventeen or eighteen hours of story in that game. But to Kind of, oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. We have we're, questions yeah. to answer.
1: I love talking about video games. We can start a whole
2: podcast
0: on, I'm just sure we'll
1: video get to a couple more because the prequel era does have a, a good number of prequel oh, area video games. So, uh, if not some of the better games, associated. we can do a yeah. whole yeah. episode so. on just video games. So I'm sure we it down. Battlefront two, especially. But, but that uh, game, ooh. I the original Battlefront two. Battlefront two, but we, you, we actually Jack, uh, Jack can probably a uh, Jack had a uh, PS2. I yep. don't even, I never had one, but we, uh, we would go over to Jack's uh, house. And we would just play... Battlefront 2 for like hours on end exclusively like for, for years too like not even like for like oh we played it for two years after it came out like no like for like six seven years like that we played that even, game that was the first game even I played on. well online. into like when the PS3 we like full, came out
3: mm-hmm. we, me and Christian would still, be, still on the be on the PS2, the PS2
1: and be like alright time to go on to the PS2 so, and get down the five year old game like it was like the one mode like heroes versus villains always and, like, and we would just go right into that and it was I would always be the, the dark side people or, and it was like Boba Fett I would always be Boba Fett because he was a Pain in the ass to try and kill. He and was OP, like, and I was good. <laughs> and I would, and him and my brother would be all the Jedi characters or whatever. And uh-huh. I would just like go to the top of the, the little. There's like a there was right. like a Pelimotos, like a what's it called, the dock, like yeah, the space dock essentially. And I would just fly at the top of that, and I'd shoot them right away, oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this they is... couldn't. I, I'd win because I was camping. <laughs> well, That'd be it. Camping like, before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> All right, so. All right, back uh, on topic, though. Back no on, video on Well, you
0: mentioned Tatooine, <laughs> so let's go to where the prequel started.
2: Mm.
0: Tatooine.
1: Phantom? So so like like it actually it starts on,
2: on Naboo, but
1: anyway. Starts in space, in, but it starts in space. I'm going to eat the kiss and avoid the No, I know what you mean. I was trying to circle it back. I was just trying to
2: circle it back. Get called out, sucker.
0: So, Phantom Menace. We talk about the blockade of Naboo. And we get introduced to the Great
3: Negotiator. Hello there. Hello there. You were right about one thing, Master. The The negotiations negotiations were short. short. Love it. I love it. Quip God, Obi-Wan.
0: So, and we get introduced to arguably the greatest Jedi of the era,
2: Qui-Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson. A godsend.
1: (laughs) I will find you. And I will
0: kill you. I have a very particular, a particular set sense. of
1: four Fascinating. skills.
3: Designating character. Not the smartest. <laughs> it's like, I, I think like, he like, let uh yeah. he, he let a lot of he didn't let a lot of things sorry, correcting mm-hmm. myself, he didn't let a lot of things persuade him. He kind of just went with what his mm-hmm. gut told him to do. Mm. Um so but I
0: remember when Phantom Menace came out I was young. Toys were huge. It was their re-release. Pod racing was huge. That was like one of those first things. And you know that was in there for toys. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. Um, But it also shows that. that, you know, how Anakin's reflexes were. You get introduced to R2 for the first time that he was just some random astromech. He wasn't the R2 that we knew and loved.
3: He wasn't the war criminal.
1: Yeah, I don't particularly like everyone's introduction, like, for, like, legacy characters in the prequels, but R2's is, <laughs> he's yeah. just like, yeah, he, he got us out of the blockade by not dying when all the other ones died. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He, he's, he's like, he's a, he's a badass droid. It's like. Well,
2: and, and, and so. He's protected by plot armor in that Yeah, it looks like <laughs> still. It's like, <laughs> here's. Here, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it's what it is. he is. He's <laughs> like, here's. Five R2-D2 droids. Hey, pot arms are always all bad, Exactly. You know? I know, but it's so ironically, it's like, here's five. Five of the, the exact same but droid, and ironically, the one, they're like this he's one like... has to be the smartest one because it has to be the. And it's not even that he's like the best droid of all of them. It's just he's just the only one that doesn't happen to get hit by a bullet. Yeah, I always so love that about Ar2 like... That
1: like just for whatever reason, there's just always been like uh, an acceptance. Like, yeah, 2 he's not technically better
3: than anyone, but he is just because he has a better. Personality. I think he's not better think...
2: than anybody. He just has to make it to the gu- end. Exactly. So... <laughs> one of <laughs> my so favorite.
3: One of my favorite shots in the prequels. Is when they're escaping, uh, the blockade. These are good. And and the captain's like, we're running out of astromechs fast. And then like one second later, you cut to R two D two, and he like plugs in one thing, and then it cuts back to the captain. He's like, that little droid did it. And then R- it cuts to R two D two turning his head and going, whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you talking about
2: um,
1: uh? Captain Pancakes. Yeah, Captain Panaka. <laughs>
3: Captain Pancakes.
1: So Captain. Then replaced him with Typhon or Eye patch in Yes. The, oh, the, in the second one. We Captain also Typo.
0: get introduced to, arguably, unpopularly, the greatest Sith Lord of all time,
3: Chancellor Palpatine.
0: <laughs> Plagueis.
3: in the background, Charge <laughs> our banks. Um. Tell me I'm wrong. We have a whole episode to discuss that. Okay, ready? Not real. End of conversation. Next question. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's no fun. Fine. No, it's okay. We can have that. No, it. We oh, can have there's
1: always a bigger fish. There is. I hate that scene. <laughs> I hate the underwater me scene go so much. Fish. All right. Ooh, John, yeah. So I think we
2: have a question that we should be answering. Jordan, go for it. So yeah, the, yeah,
0: we, we, to, <laughs> we get we get into the we get through the story. We get introduced to Padme, we get introduced to Qui-Gon, we get introduced to the Sith as a whole.
2: Oh, that's right. we I forgot about the Cradle Robber. That's right. The what? The Cradle Robber. Oh. Padme. <laughs> I don't understand you. Had, you had too much <laughs> chocolate
0: in your mouth. Mm. Um so we get introduced to Padme, we get introduced to all of them. By the way, I love how the Padme's supposed to be hiding and incognito, but then the imposter Queen goes, "Padme, go with them!" and like, really? yeah, that's really
1: good. And there's like a very specificity which which character is which uh, in which particular scene because they obviously the actresses it was Kira like, exactly the same, and even back then they looked like, literally strong. identical. So because I, but I don't know, I've I exactly lot. where which ones where, but at they're yeah, very precise. With it. Wasn't
0: Anne Hathaway in there somewhere too? No, I don't think so. No, I don't no, think no, she was old enough.
1: No.
2: Um <clears throat> no, but at that at that point There was another there was another Natalie Natalie Portman uh, was probably, nine. Might have been a more she was eighteen, I think. 18 she was at that in, time. Keira Knightley was, was fourteen.
3: Like she like had to stop she wasn't able to go to the premiere of Phantom Menace because she had to go take finals.
2: <laughs> right. Um she was she was eighteen and Keira Knightley was fourteen, I think. Yeah. But they looked identical. And the thing was Literally. too is that the, the I think when they when she calls her Padme, I don't know if I, I think
0: maybe Padme is just a common name like season. That,
2: either that, or it might have been. I, I I feel like we discussed this in the in the not your father Star Wars episode, which was sort of the same thing with the Skywalker thing, which is I just don't think they thought about it, and so they just called her Padme. So it's either that, and they and they either that or they specifically like just don't mention the fact that she's just known as Queen Amidala, and that they don't really know what her first name is Fair. they just know okay. her as the queen because like like with like take england for example you know her as queen elizabeth mm-hmm. but i don't even know what the queen's last name is you know what I yeah mean? <laughs> you know but it could be something like that where they just know as like you know queen amidala instead of Man, pad, Pad. pad instead elected, of Pad, the man. elected queens of Naboo. Yeah, exactly.
1: So it's it's, it's like the Pope. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I always, exactly. Like that, shout that, out that. to you, Dad. Yeah, then on, on Naboo we elect we elect leaders. We elect our and monarchy. and we elect our monarchy, and we elect them when they're fourteen. Like, I mean,
2: well, the thing like, is, too. She was like, youngest. also Sheev, she but also like Palpatine. I didn't know until the Clone Wars came out that his first name was Sheev.
3: Yeah, well, you that's know a, what? Yoda's full name is Yoda. No, there's a, there's a second name for Yoda.
2: I don't want to hear it because I to I'd have, have ruin to look it, it, it up it. if we want to know it. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so we get introduced to all the characters.
0: So we get introduced to all these characters. The movie kicks off. Um, we get to see the first CGI battle uh, of its magnitude. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> which one? There's five that happen at the same time. So which one are you talking about? All of them.
0: <laughs> we get introduced to. The true most badass Sith, Darth Maul. Oh yeah, formerly Darth,
1: now S- just Maul. Now just oh, Maul. Master. <laughs>
2: um, I wish have you come more. to kill you.
1: It'd be cool if they had, if we had like the how Maul talked. Like I know this is all like retrospective and what they and a lot of what Sam Witt were added to the character. But like if we had like Maul like how he talks in like Clone Wars, like in in uh, Phantom Menace. that oh, would have oh, been so much better. He has one line. He has one, he has, like, line one or two lines. And that's it. Like he, he says speaks something speaks to the Emperor. Eight words. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, Park. Says, Ray Park. Ray Park, beautiful. Guy. It was uh, amazing, like, for the fight scenes and all that. And uh, honestly, like, the second you see, like, in the, f- the Clone Wars finale, yeah. we're bouncing all over the place. <laughs> but the second you see, like, the Ray Park stance, and you're like, oh, it's mocap. So you start freaking out because it's like, oh, it's Ray Park again. And it's like you merge the two best parts. You
3: merge the two best parts of Darth Maul.
0: Yeah. So we get introduced to, like I said, the most badass mm-hmm. Sith, um, which, weirdly, at the time, he really does become a true Darth. Mm Mall, um, because in Legends continuity, Plagueis dies, uh, at the same time that he's fighting Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi, um, Double Saber, the (laughs) the best, the best. Um, so the question is now, really, after watching the first film Mm -hmm. in the prequel series, uh, every George Lucas got a lot of backlash. Yep. Got a lot of backlash. Not only for the amount of CGI you use, but for Jar Jar Banks and for the way of writing and the plot and a whole bunch of stuff. So, my question is really is it George Lucas's fault or are Star Wars fans bad fans? I think um, it's both. 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 A lot of both. I think. I'm going to ask each of you to support your explanation yeah. within a two minute conversation because y'all like to talk. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Jack, I'm gonna start with you. Why is it both? So okay.
3: I'm gonna set the timer. Looking at it as a retrospect like now, like obviously when I first watched Star Wars as a kid, like Jar Jar was funny. He farted and stuck his tongue out and stuff. Poop jokes. Poop jokes. <clears throat> but like he wasn't the best addition to the franchise. And yeah, it was a smart move at the time because obviously we talked about this in the last episode. Like Star Wars is made for kids. Like Jar Jar brought in a ton of kids. But like the fans take it very far, where where we're like, "Oh my gosh, that's not what we wanted. We didn't want Jar Jar." So, like, they get butthurt and they cry about things when it's not like we want. Like they Black wanted the original. Yeah. We wanted the original trilogy redone, but if the original trilogy was just redone, we would have been mad about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I get, like I, get what you're
3: I don't think that there was any right way to do the like obviously people have rewritten it and we talked about it in, in the first episode like some a lot of people rewrote the prequels to make more sense. I mean, like I still love the Phantom Menace. I love It's a great the Duel It's of Fate. it's
1: such it's honestly it's a great it's a great film. It is. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, weirdly that film has grown on me. I've liked that film more as I've gotten older. I've learned to
3: appreciate them a lot more, but Um I I think that I, I mean like I, I think that's pretty much my point. Like the start like George Lucas obviously made some bad decisions with a lot of characters. Um and his for whatever reason his dialogue was not the best in the prequels. But I have um, some opinions on the writing. Yeah. Um but I think that it's also the fans to blame about Great many deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Was for both. For Lucas, where the blame lies with him is maybe just a little bit of over eagerness to, like, get that. I don't know. The technology might have been a little bit underbaked. For, it, maybe for Phantom Menace. Like, it might have been just uh, not enough along so that people. You're already changing from, like, the original Star Wars, which, again, the entire aesthetic of the original trilogy is, um, and this is why, and this is also goes into why the the fans are dumb as well. The entire aesthetic of the original trilogy is supposed to be like, uh, like gritty, lived in, like feels real. Like so, like you have all this technology of land speed or stuff that feels like futuristic to us. It's a common thing for everyone in the universe. Yeah. You then you get to like the prequels, where everything's polished, and, but it's on purpose though. you are in the core, like it's the. You're, it's in it's, it's the, the center. There's more people. There's more population. It's more... The the entire original series, like, if you look and know the lore, like, is it all in the Outer Rim, all in the sparsely populated, like, areas of the Empire and even the Republic when they were in charge had little control. Because, yeah. like, they didn't care. There was no population. The wealth wasn't there. Like, maybe when you have, like, a resource or so they start causing issues, you go in.
2: Yeah, but, you're, you're in, like, in the original trilogy, you're in, like, the Nevada and the, yeah, the exactly. sort of, like, you're, deserts you're, and all these, like... Like the dis, backwoods, you like, know yeah. all the yeah all the, the rural yeah the backwoods the, the, the rural parts, and then you throw it back to the prequels, and now they you're they drop you right into the the New York City and the L A of all that. Yeah, sort so of a stuff. little
1: bit of bit for the on the fan side is just like not understanding like very obvious things, and again, nothing in the prequels is not just like a very easy extrapolation from something that was already kind of present in like the at least like in a more subtle way in the in the in the, in the originals. Because again, there is the, the the prequels are inherently more. They're also inherently more political, which oh, turns yeah. people off a little, a little bit, and it's a little bit less um like hero's journey like the original trilogy, and a little bit more thriller, and it and that's the nature of it because it's not a happy ending. It's not as much of a happy no, story. It's, it's, it's a, the story of an like again, it's not a happy story. It's Star Wars, but it's the story of a like a people of a republic turning themselves over willingly to like like fascism to, without realizing to, to, it. Yeah, authority. Yeah. yeah. Without realizing yeah. it and being tricked along the way deceived, And then like,
3: uh, it's the fall of a exactly. hero and a fall of so the, Julian, civilization. Well, then
2: what's your take? So uh, it's again, it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think <clears throat> fans are always going to be picky and choosy. And that's like, as a fan of star Wars, like, and we've talked about this with the, we've talked about this with the sequels. And we've talked about this stuff as stuff. It's like from my personal opinion is I love story. I could pick apart a story and be like, I didn't like this one thing that doesn't make sense or whatever. But also, like, in my opinion, like, I love the sequel movies. I'm a Star Wars fan. And the movies, to me, I watch it. They feel like Star Wars. They're fun. It's exciting. I love the adventure. That's how I view them. Mm-hmm. And there are people who will sit there and be like, I don't like Rey or I don't like I don't like Jar Jar. Or, I don't like this specific thing. And, and that's fine. Like, you can not like that stuff. But when you take it and you start, like, Berating, you know George Lucas because he wrote Jar Jar into the script, and I'm like, he doesn't even know what Star Wars is. And I'm you're like, he on the wrong wrote Star Wars. Sure he Come knows on. what Star Wars. is. You know what is. I mean? And so like, it's stuff like that. So that's where the fans kind of. You're always gonna have toxic fans, so you can't really blame the fans for the everybody's going to have their opinions and that's always going to be no, how it's going be always,
1: but they also almost always place the blame in the wrong place like look at like for the sequels like i don't i, I don't have any great love for the sequels at all i think i've made that clear but when we got to like last jedi which obviously is a very divisive film like most of the one of the, a shit ton of like the fan attention went it went to like the actors like like so, instead of like the horrible characters, the writers of horrible characters getting, or at least yeah, in the opinions like, of the like, fans that didn't like these characters, like with Rose, Rose, yeah, Like why did Rose? Why did like uh, I forget her Kelly name? Kelly Marie Tran. Why did, Kelly yeah. Marie Moran, why did she as an individual? Why was she attacked when instead of the horribly? If you didn't like her character, then why didn't you attack the screenwriter? Right, right? and that's the and that's like and that's, you, didn't, you didn't accomplish anything exactly, but make they, us look bad as fans. But that's like,
2: and that's well, that's how fans take it as they mm-hmm. go to a level where. They just want to be mad about something. And so they they find it and make it a point to be mad. And and like you said, place blame in the wrong place. So it's not Kelly Marie Tran's. But Kelly Marie Tran played that character beautifully. She did. But... The character's just not written well. And
1: as a detractor of those movies, like when you're a, a fan like that who's decided to like make that's going to be your point of attack, like okay, you're making my because I genuinely do watch the sequels and like am upset, and it's not because there's an Asian actress like sitting there. Like that's not what it is. It's just like I had the
2: character. I just have isn't creative well.
1: differences that I just don't think the universe should have gone that direction. Right, but, like, and it, that's and I get and mad at it, but I, don't, I feel my anger shouldn't take me to a place where I attack. Actors, right, and like, this
2: leads this leads into my point yeah, about the George <laughs> Lucas's part. Yeah. I get a little yeah. This you know leads to, it. this leads to my part about the it's it's yeah. partially on George Lucas as well because when you're writing a, the prequels, you have this. Okay, Star Wars is hot. Everybody loves Star Wars. We know we're going to make something. It's going to be a really big deal. Everybody loves it, and you've got George Lucas, and they're all saying, "Okay, you're going to make a Star Wars movie. You created Star Wars. You know what it is. Feel free to just go for it. You now have all this extra money. Just do what you want." And that's a perfect example of taking somebody and giving them too much power to a point where like okay in the 70s and 80s he wrote everything and but and and whatever but the technology didn't allow him to do Mm -hmm. too much Mm -hmm. whereas you come into 99 and all this sort of stuff is now the technology allows you to do too much and you've got george lucas who obviously has this idea and is taking it so far because he has the money and the ability to do that and there should have been in my opinion this is why i think it's partially on him as well is there should have been story executives who were strictly there to say this part of the story is not making sense or this is too much or Mm -hmm. but it was it's george lucas or it's it's george lucas it's star wars we'll be on your like we'll be part of this because there's obviously there's more than one screenwriter all the time but they'll be like okay george lucas like i have this idea and all of them idolize him as a writer for writing the originals so he says i want to do this and they're like yes sir george lucas whatever you want to do and that's that's kind of the hard part where you kind of have to sit there and be like i'm a massive fan of george lucas i idolize him he changed filmmaking he's amazing writer he knows what he's doing but as somebody who writes a lot you want to say like okay george lucas this really crazy guy that i idolize you're going too far. You I, need to dial it back a little bit. And, and there that's where it's partially on him. I, is that I think He should have of, said, so hey, I have a different thought on this. they should yeah, have had yeah, other yeah, like people there to, to filter out the stories.
3: I think that's kind of what Dave did for him when they were doing Clone Wars. Yeah. like mm-hmm. but, George but, but obviously yes, had man. this amazing idea, but then Dave came in and he was like, all right, well, I'm going to take your idea and I'm going to move it in a direction that actually makes sense. And you chose progression of these yeah. characters. And he was a
1: storyboarder for – avatar yeah like, and a lot of the best episodes avatar of avatar are and he, did, he was the animation yeah. guy as well but like he uh, you can go literally see the credits for a lot of those, like the best avatar episodes, well, so like recorded. uh dave filoni so it's like almost like gave a little more sense to the the prison like to the he, the knows, how to, he and knows how that's, to and that's what In and the
2: story, that's i yeah. guess what i'm trying to say is like when it comes to so that yes there are toxic fans but yes mm-hmm. there's also a level of humility that you have to have to be like yes yeah. i'm george lucas and i made star wars so i should do what i want mm-hmm. but there should be people there to monitor that to say Okay, but we are fans of the movie. So you're you're you know, George Lucas is writing the movie not as a fan. He's writing it as the creator of the universe. He is fans have to fans and story executives who are also trying to make the movie sell more. Mm -hmm. This is when executive producers and things should be smart about this kind of stuff to say, George Lucas, you wrote these movies and they were great, but you are not the greatest writer in cinema history. Let's have other people proofread proofreading is a mm-hmm. big thing in the film industry that gets overlooked all the time and that's why you have horrible horrible lifetime movies with terrible plots
3: yeah
2: <laughs> and or you get you get terrible sequels sequels are like the downfall of the cinema industry every time there has uh, like Halloween 2 is such a downfall in the Halloween franchise because they really honed in on the, okay now he's their brother and all this sort of stuff and <laughs> it, it not uh, you have to sort of put limits on okay stuff. so real quick.
0: My take is that it's just bad fans.
1: Um, Really? Yeah. George Lucas did nothing wrong. It's his universe. He gets to do what the hell he wants. And I would say, like, there is a level of, and I can see where you're coming from because you're in the industry, so it's almost like everyone best work together to create a film, like a full thing. Yeah, I get it. So so anybody, anybody, one person being almost like, even if it is like the creator of it. But also, we don't get the original trilogy in the way it is today, when the iconicness it is, without Lucas being like, I'm going to fund the... First one like myself, and I'm gonna do it. So because oh, yeah. I don't All want three. studios to come in and interfere with my vision. Because again, we will say like on the opposite end of it, studios can come in, producers can come in, and almost take it the exact opposite way, and then you take it too far into the other direction. I guess the creative can 100 like get too into the weeds, but then the, the we can be watered down too much. Well, the other and way.
2: there are, well, and there are there are people who do this, and I want to make a point mm-hmm. for writers and as a person who tries to sell scripts and stuff like that that. You as a writer are able to say these executive producers are trying to change my vision mm-hmm. and you can just say no. And yeah. unfortunately you don't get your movie made, but it's not something you don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like that's where I kind of disagree with your point is if you if you wanna to. <laughs> if you wanna make if you wanna make a film that you want, great, by all means, make the film that you want. But if you want to make a film that is good and is going to sell well and you want to make us something that's going to impact people this is where i think george lucas got two in over his head and there were, again there were other story executives but they said it's george lucas we're just going to say yes to everything and it does it does like episode one really 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 goes to show what it's like when you have an idol who says i want to make another movie yeah. And they really just kind of say yes to everything. No, I can agree see, with. I can but, agree
1: with. I can see where he's coming from a bit, and I can see the level of. I think Lucas, by that point in his his career, had probably accumulated just a little bit too much power. Because even like in the exactly, original, that's what the, I'm saying. In the, in the, there was too yeah, much power. In the original he just trilogy, went off. like he doesn't direct all three movies, like in the. Like he he doesn't direct like the best movie like in the in the franchise wasn't even second one by he's him. he's not is Loris, Kans, uh, Loris Kasdan which uh, being a Kasdan doesn't mean you're no know Star Wars <laughs> judging by his son but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, but um but yeah like so yeah I've lost my train of thought but yeah exactly okay. uh, so my take
3: mm-hmm.
1: is that it's not mm-hmm. George, it's not George
0: Lucas mm-hmm. the reason as everybody has issues with it mm-hmm. okay he had his vision. He had this vision mapped out when he was in college. He wanted to go down into the wheels of the force. Like, this was the step in that direction. Hardcore
2: doubt. But we'll, we'll get into that. Based
0: off again. of what he said. Going off of what he said in multiple interviews, he, going he, al- back. he
2: also said that well, he wrote all three original story, movies like, as one script, and I doubt that that's true. Too, I think
3: I think that there is truth to that. He had this idea, and he had like kind I of think he had a he backstory, but it I, was I not would, as detailed as he when, says. I so. think when he, he had says a rough that. Path. Path. That's um, not the point. Yeah, but we're yes, not in
1: the weeds. What point? I'm just When he says that, I don't think he means like I have my entire three movies plot for plot. Like I think he says like I have the general idea of this universe. So he had the plot. Maybe had the general idea that the force would be obviously like when you develop. Up will's Things right. going down Things to that change. path.
0: So, but in regards to this, George Lucas is the creator. Mm-hmm. He gets to do whatever the hell he wants. That's my take. As simple as that. And fans make it worse so much that Ahmad Best stopped acting because of how bad he was. Yeah, the reaction was certainly for portraying Jar Jar Binks. This is a bad fandom. But that's... that's what that's what I'm saying. We, mm-hmm. as fans, not all of us, but a good group of us, are bad fans, and I'm I'm just gonna call it how I see it. You call a spade a spade, right? Mm-hmm. There's bad fans in Star Wars, but there's bad fans in everything.
2: There are, yeah. yeah. Yes, but there's also but you people had issues
0: with the Black Stormtrooper.
2: That's definitely a horrible fandom, and I'm not discounting that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely saying there are toxic fans everywhere. Yeah. Everybody like. Again, I'll, I'll make a point because we we're, were all simultaneously playing Hogwarts Legacy. And people are trying to get that, well, that game shut fun. down because because J.K. JK Rowling, Rowling has a producer credit on that game. Um, but she said something about trans people. And there's literally a trans character in the game. And trans people are trying to get the game shut down. And it's like, yes, just because J.K. Rowling has a producer credit doesn't mean that the game... The game doesn't symbolize her. The game symbolizes
1: the universe of yes. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's one of those get off and in the weeds, like, symbolic protest things. Them, which, and that's sort of the, way the way same way thing which, Is These people don't care that there's legislation, though. It's like, I'm not going to get into the weeds on this, but like there's little legislation right now that will affect trans people way worse than Hogwarts Legacy will. <laughs> and, right. nobody, and, and I don't see you tweeting about that, unfortunately. Right, but we're going to so get out of that We're going to get out of the weeds here. I think one of the biggest this...
3: toxic fandoms that I've seen in a while... Besides Star Wars, Star Wars is not yeah, super toxic. The Last of Us, Last of Us Part Two, and if I haven't I I played inter- it yet, I understand. I won't, I won't go into it. Yeah, but there's a character. Her name is Abby, and she does something, and it tore the fan base up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like she got death threats from people because of her character and i'm like yeah she's an actor like you can't just- and
2: that's and that's just again that is just the epitome of bad fans and that, was, and that also was have to take the movie last us, for what a it specific is
3: specific story and the fact
1: that they couldn't understand the because the, 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 obviously like they hate her for she's not and don't get me wrong she's like from what i've i haven't played the full game but that character you're referring to like i don't want to spoil but she's not like the most like entertaining character in the world like no, she's, she's not, not she's not nearly as good as like because you play as her as well, I Yeah, think. you do. Yes, but she's not nearly as compelling of a character as Ellie and Joel. No. But th- her story fits exactly, perfectly, into the overall idea of, like, consequences and, like, love, like, is, is not a good thing all... It, it fits perfectly into the overall Last so, of Us universe, well, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, right. like, but...
3: Back to Star Wars. Just, back to Star fans Wars.
1: Fans didn't understand their own universe. Like, and that happens yeah. with and Star I think, Wars, well, too. And that's, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to get where, to. Yeah, so yeah.
0: that's... George Lucas has his vision, and the fans don't understand his vision, so they have a problem with it. That's why I say it's bad fandom. Mm-hmm. I think that the prequels were revolutionary for the time.
2: They were. Because
0: the CGI amounts that we use, the technologies that George yeah. Lucas pushed, the money that he mm-hmm. spent out of his yeah. own pocket and out of his own studio to make these movies
1: happen were unheard yeah, of. CG developed in the way okay. it did because of Lucas. So
2: I have like, one point on that, but does the overwhelmingly impressive CG for the time make up for... Plot points that don't make sense.
1: Which plot? Points I don't think don't make I see. Sense I don't to. have as many plot, plot points or
0: characters. Plot points, plot like... points
2: or characters that that don't serve a, a purpose. Like Jar Jar serves no purpose other than to get them to the Gungans. Wrong, and he's funny.
3: He also serves the purpose as to give the Chancellor power, but anybody could have, but, uh, you, any, like, could have done that. It, but they could have done
2: that with any other character. And and you get to a point where you have four... Like, again, I'm not shitting on the movie. I love Phantom Menace. I think that movie's yeah. amazing. But also, you, you... It's a perfect example of... I'm going to make so much money if I have four space battles happening at the same time. And that's like, okay, but you're now driving away from the story and more focusing on how impressive your work is. But like, yeah, I'm, we can move on to the next So, question,
0: so, yeah. And I'm going to say wrong simply because I want to close out my argument here. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, Jar Jar serves
0: more of a purpose than I think people realize. One, he shows Anakin that you can mock the Jedi. Okay, because he's. I'm sorry. There.
2: Run that by me again.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm a little confused on that point. The, the, basically, I, think I know what you're talking about, but
0: he when Qui Gon tells him not to do something and he sticks his tongue out at him, or that he when he's at the table eating the fruit and he goes do that again and you know, but he does it again. So, and he's like, you, so he's like, so he's disrespecting. What you're the saying Jedi. is that because he's he part saw of the whole he thing. saw
3: Jar Jar stick out his tongue, he then becomes Darth Vader. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think you say that. But <laughs> I'm saying
1: it's like a little, like a little, just another little there's thing. Little that adds seeds, to the, there's little seeds. There's little seeds in there, maybe, But like.
0: you have to. He pushes. He pushes the admiration for Padme and and Anakin. Jar Jar is like the fulcrum. He's the typical. <laughs> I so uh, disagree I, I would, with you. I can't really and you have with to. That, but this d-
2: is. But again, this is when I say that, like, you view it that way. But there, I'm telling you, like, from a person who writes movies, there's no way that George Lucas thought in the back of his no. mind that if
1: well, so Jar Jar sticks
2: dropped. out his tongue, that's going to be an epitome for Anakin learning about mocking the Jedi. No, like, but that's but just Jar-Jar, not the thing. And the original that's what I'm plan for
0: Jar Jar was not for Jar Jar to be this bumbling buffoon. What happened was George Lucas took Jar Jar, people received him poorly, and he let the fans dictate what happened wait, with you the think, character. Wait, so
1: you're like a full-on, like, dark Jar Jar. Jar Jar, Jar, like, Jar Jar Lucas. You're like a
0: full-on Darth. Do you think Darth, the,
3: the Darth Lucas thought dark Jar Jar? So, in an interview,
1: George but like, but Lucas. But we already have Plagueis, though, and Plagueis does three Conspiracy central like, on this podcast. And there's podcast. two. There's like a rule of two. And, like, we already
3: have
0: Plagueis. And, like, so there's four? Six? I think that Jar Jar really was Plagueis out of the original. Hear, hear me on this. Hear me on this. Doesn't in the, the original? He, doesn't he have to they, die? Like... I'm just gonna do this really
1: fast <laughs> yeah. to show okay. the
2: Illuminati symbol going on <laughs> here. Like, this is how this is how Jordan I'm views Star you, Wars.
1: Like, there are there are a, a few compelling think, things related. So, so in to an interview, theory, but, okay. I think it's more George Lucas let
0: described go. his premise for the character of Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. It's the same way that he looked at you. Oh, he did describe it as that. I will give you. Did that. Mm-hmm. you find this little helpless creature? And he goes, "It's all in a fantasy." You find this helpless creature, and it turns out that, you know, you help him along this path and his quest or whatever. And then you find out that he's this powerful user and this sorcerer
1: or whatever. Oh my God! He's just, nobody knows Naruto here, do they? Nobody no. else. No, I don't I know. Naruto. No, we're he's in like, the he's wrong like, universe. He's trying for that. to say he's Toby. Mm-hmm wow he's like he he, like, he, right. he, he yeah. wanted it to say that like that like toby from Naruto would, i don't know if anyone's going to know this at all but like that's actually funny i've never thought of that like as, so yeah, that's but that that's what george lucas said in this interview and
0: i'll, I'll cite the interview for you guys at another point because i don't have it readily accessible because i didn't think that this is where this was going to go mm-hmm. but he he says that and based off of what he's saying in this interview, you look at He's Jar Jar. He's the key Jar. to everything. I think that's like literally the quote, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, that's pretty much where I'm going with it. Is that Jar Jar is the key to everything? But it's, I, it's, I think that the he, Ahmad Best also did an interview where he said that his role was significantly cut back for the second and third movies, based off of how the performance went for the first one and the character was received. I mean, took me and I think that that's one, where they went yeah. with. That's where they went and said, okay, well, Maul got cut in half. He was the one. We thought I personally – well, think about it too. But- Jar Jar is connected on Naboo with Sheev. Okay. I think
1: that Jar Jar and Sheev knew each other before. There are, again, there, there was a way- lot of connections. Okay. Though. but but not but, but, discount but, 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 this the idea that, like, is- Lucas might have thought, like, okay, what if I have, like, Malt? There's, like, they're both in the Senate, like, in a way? Or, like, he's a representative eventually. I- like, I can understand, like – Maybe, but I don't, it just seems like... So, so this, is my, a, this is my...
2: Li- I want to make one... Again, it's, it's probably so far I, removed from I, I, what he originally thought. I want to make one final... On I want to make one final point before we move on to the next question. <laughs> and it's totally going to discount your entire argument, I think. Which is, you have to take the movie for what it is versus what everybody wants it to be and what George Lucas says. Unfortunately... George Lucas is not God, and we have... He to, is in Star Wars. But he's not, and that's the thing that you have to understand as a fan is that he literally, if you watch the the Phantom Menace documentary, he sits there and goes, I wonder if it's too much. Yep. And I'm telling you, like, okay, George Lucas may have gone back and said, well, my plan for Jar Jar was this, and he was going to be this big character and all this yeah. stuff, but I'm sitting there listening to George Lucas say that, That is a filmmaker who got two in over his head, who realized he made a character that doesn't make any sense, and turned around and said, I have to find a way to cover this up and make myself not look bad. So he came out in this interview and said, okay, Jar Jar was going to be this awesome character, but the fans received him wrong to save his own ass. In reality, if you watch... If you watch the movie at face value, you listen to the dialogue, you listen to the character, you realize his purpose, Jar Jar does nothing for them
1: except get them to the Gungan. But he does the drunken fighting thing. And he does the he pretends, ex, exactly, to, he pretends he, to not be good, but he, he takes out the droids though. Yeah, he, but he exactly. doesn't but he literally but if you maybe in that uh, drunken movie he does Fists. But it's if like, they
2: but if they yes, and drunken I'm this Fists. is why I'm saying it's it's both. It's a fandom who bullied a mod best. Great. That's horrible yeah. and you should not do that. Because it's not the actor's fault that they played a character that you didn't like. Wow, already? Holy
0: crap! We've only answered
2: one question. Okay, so next anyway, question. moving the... on.
0: Next question: uh, Why it's Attack both. of the
2: Clones is the best? Um, it's not. <laughs> this is such a controversial topic. Okay,
0: my opinion, you guys. I'm so going to so ask so for no. five minutes of uninterruptedness, real quick, so I can get off my soapbox. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm
1: stepping back from my. Christians like ready to go. Okay, cuz all right let me just I mean, <laughs> no 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 I no, say no. Let's let Jordan Get it out now. Cuz it get fits it the now. last thing as well. <laughs> cuz it's is a little bit of a counter to like Julian's thing. I think most of what is on paper like even story-wise to like the prequels is rather decent. I think there's some characters that don't have like you said maybe don't have as much purpose as others. Um but I think like realistically like the actual plot like when you think about it as like the the overall story of the three movies it makes sense like it's good no no I'm not it, saying the plot the doesn't make sense and I'm some saying of the execution dialogue is rough and, like, and, yeah. and the, some of the rough CGs. it's and like Jack's a few characters here and there
3: it doesn't make sense at all but it does make and sense I, oh, and but I, I made see, it make sense and I see Coming
1: the vision. Soon. I see the vision present in Attack of the Clones but you're never gonna have get that unlocked that's unlocked remember me <laughs> like okay. that it's there right. Sorry, then it's attack achieved. of the clones Looks like I see what you're gonna talk about but it's just I don't know I just okay it's
0: my favorite Star Wars movie it's my favorite Star Wars movie because, one, you're introduced to arguably the second most badass Sith user, which mm-hmm. is Darth Tyrannus which mm-hmm. you look at everything about him. His, from his stance, he, he's an elegant
2: mm-hmm. duelist. Former he, Jedi. The actor. Former Jedi.
0: Him. He shows the vulnerability. It, it, it's just so... like The dude was... He was Dracula, mm-hmm. and he was in a metal band, and he was in Lord of the Rings. He and is James Bond. If he anyone's is James exactly like, like the
3: guy. His cousin wrote James, James Bond, Bond, and mm-hmm. he based it on Partial, Yes, because he tennis.
1: hunted Nazis during the yeah. During, like, I think after the World War Two. <laughs> real life badass. <laughs> yeah. Forget he was
0: also
2: alive and witnessed the very last public execution. Yeah, of
1: that that he was. Yeah, via guillotine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fun, what a fun machine! <laughs> so they needed that in the Star Wars universe. Um, hmm. I need the little guillotine axe, you I know. know like... <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. So, Attack of the Clones, very mm-hmm. simply put, for me is my favorite movie, mm-hmm. and to that. me is probably the best Star Wars movie in the prequels, outside the fifteen-minute lava battle. One, because we get to see how powerful Yoda is. Two, you get to see the Grand Army of the Republic at its rawest and most powerful point. You get to see where the clones come from. You get to see Boba for the first time. Kamino is awesome. Kamino best. That was outstanding. You get to see Obi-Wan fighting a Mandalorian. Mandalorian foundling now. But you get to see him fighting and how the Mandalorians and the Mm -hmm. Jedi is going back to Legends continuity with the Mandalorian Wars. Which connects everything. You get to see just how th- the Jedi are so in tune with the Republic, and like minus the "I don't like sand" part, mm-hmm. and Anakin falling and basically becoming like creepy with Padme. <laughs> like the Naboo stuff, completely pointless. I mean, it's not pointless, but it's yeah. pointless. And uh, that's my main. When correct. you look at the main pinnacle of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. This started it all. This kicked it all off. And because of attack of the clones, we get the best story arcs mm-hmm. in Star Wars, which is the Clone Wars TV series that's, and movies. That's actually part, of my, <laughs>
3: part so, of my notes. Yeah.
0: Like because of Attack of the Clones, you get this. This is my soapbox. This is my hill. I'm willing to die on this mm-hmm. because without this, we don't get the expanded universe that we do, that we that we
1: yeah i mean yeah a lot of the characters and yeah. Captain the, Rax, the, the I clones think, extrapolated out of I that think yeah part
3: of like what a lot of fans hear when they're talking about the prequels is like they're like oh well i didn't like this part of the movie or i didn't like this part and they're immediately like oh you hated the prequels like no i very much like the prequels i grew up on the prequels mm-hmm. like they're great exactly. movies yeah. there are specific parts of the prequels that i don't like like I'd like say sand. 3 quarters of that movie yeah, is the like most that I don't enjoy isn't like the my favorite part. like a lot of it is just Anakin and Padme being creepy yeah. with each other. And I and some of the and like, most, I don't like yes. that CGI pair. I love, <laughs> I I my, love I the scene. ending. I love the like I love when they're in the the Ginos Coliseum. Um, Coliseum and like the Jedi all come out and there's like a giant war and then like they're all surrounded, and then the clones come out, and they're like, oh my gosh, they're here, and it's like, dun, dun. I like, like that. I love that part. I like
0: that part, but this is also where we get to see, well, like I said,
3: Anakin's creepy
0: in this movie yeah. with Padme. Uh, I can sense everything going on in that room, Master. Super creepy. Super peeping tomish, But... Like when they go to Tatooine and mm-hmm. he slaughters the Sand People, and you can see him fulfilling into the rage, like falling into it. Yeah, I love you see, that. I don't, it's, it. You start a great to
2: see the taste of Vader. movie for but him. Think, uh, Christian, say what you have to say, yeah, I and then I have a I have a thing, have a, a thing about like
1: it. Like for An- I think Anakin is because he's like I mean obviously Obi Wan's like a massive part of this movie because he has his own arc like by himself, and I think that yeah. arc is like I don't like that like uh, Obi Wan on Camino K- as much as I think other people do. Like I, I it's like a little detective y type thing. But I like the CG in that scene, like the white ass walls just blind me. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, was a it, just rough, so it was it's just so distracting. Um but like but again, not the worst part but again I can't deal with any of the the naboo Anakin stuff, and that's just the pro- Anakin is just so unlikable for much of the film, and I like Caden Christensen a lot in three. Like I've like grown oh, so to he, like he, him, it but there's twist. there's very little of the, the, his performance in this that I'm able to get attached to at all. So that just makes any of like his and this is like and Pat and and, and what's her name who's a really Natalie good actor Portman. like Natalie Portman is not like good in this either, and their chemistry is probably the worst case I've ever cringy. seen on film like maybe besides when Finn and Rose kissed at the end of the, like <laughs> the 8th movie cuz they didn't But this, set it is, up. An, but this but... is another
2: this is another thing that plays into my plot point of mm-hmm. it's not just bad fans. The story ideas of episode 2 are there. Yeah, exactly. It's right. going to be we're starting a war. We're making the, these really two important characters fall in love. Mm-hmm. We're having him go through all these traumatic moments. Obi-Wan's doing some detective stuff. They're starting to realize that the Jedi are not the greatest people in the universe. Yeah. And they're starting to realize that that there is political somebody who's a political maneuvering around this yeah. and this and that. The story ideas are there. And this goes for all of the prequels, mm-hmm. I, and including episode three, which is arguably the best of the three. Mm-hmm. But this goes for all of them that... The story ideas are there, which I give George Lucas credit for. Mm-hmm. But I also blame him solely for the poor execution because yeah, nobody said, he had the gu- no, yeah. mm-hmm. nobody had the, nobody had the willpower to say, yes, sir, you are the creator of the story. We get it, but this is not going to do well. If you do it this
1: way, yeah, he should have got a director. 80... He should have done a. I think he should have done, think done a step oh, back oh, and had other people situation. direct it. Like, but you can start it off because I understand like the idea of like even for New Hope, like off, I understand they've like this is your universe. You really want a certain visual style. Off the trilogy. Yeah, and you then kick let somebody it, else it like the idea of like what they what they were supposed to happen with with JJ. But yeah. Again, they didn't do any planning. So like with JJ, you set the idea. We set the start of the story, and then we move on, and then we well, and that,
2: but that's and that's a thing that I want to make a point on is is the originals he wrote the very first movie yeah he directed the very first movie it was completely his vision the second movie he brought in a second writer yeah who honed him in with the story and somebody else directed it the third movie he brought in a, th- a second writer they honed in on mm-hmm. the story together a third person directed it with these three it was solely george Marcus, lucas yeah. nobody mm-hmm. else was involved and that's why i say that and and this is what i say with the originals is that the plot points are there mm-hmm but the plot points are executed properly because it them he does not take all the power in the so, originals there are other people and with the with the prequels Everybody said it's Star Wars going to make us a bunch of money. George Lucas, you go ahead, you do whatever you want, and nobody honed in on the fact that the execution of these mm-hmm. might not be very good if he does it by himself. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying yeah. to say with I, filmmaking, I get it. and that's why sequels always flop. Yeah, I get, is that's because kind of how I would sequels it, yeah. are always done like the Star Trek movies with J.J. Abrams. The second one is not nearly as good as the first one because. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love yeah. it, but J.J. Abrams took all the credit. He rewrote Wrath of Khan, and they let him do it, and that movie <laughs> turned out Wrath. not that great. I yeah. liked it. But, and yeah. I love that movie. I think it's a great movie, but, <laughs> but it's not as good. Off topic. But anyway, yeah, off topic. <laughs> we're we're,
0: we're going to get so... <laughs> I didn't see the original. Sorry. But it's better than the Whales movie. Oh,
3: and it reaches out. Don't
1: start talking about the Whales movie. The Whales movie's good. It's the best the whales whales movie's movie good. Because it's a Star Trek episode. Yeah, it's just an episode,
3: yeah. it's,
1: got a, it's got a point. Yeah, it's good. Anybody who hates the Whales episode, don't listen. No, I'm with him, actually. I'm fully with him. Like. I love
0: it. Thank
2: you. But, yeah, Jordan, next point. So, I like
0: two because I, I believe that two. Yeah. Leads perfectly into three. Yeah, I was, I mean, Can
1: we be it positive? Like, can like, like, can we be a little bit positive? Because I think yeah. we were mostly. Obviously, you're the guy who likes it. First. I'm. Lo- I love I'm the guy. Two. I'm probably militarily the guy who really. I like it. I yeah. like the big battles. Yeah, the I like that I stuff. I love the, I love the actors. Like, yeah. They
0: cast everybody really well. I, I
3: love it. We also probably get to the one see one the Death Star plans for the first time. Yes, that's 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 why I love it. The ending of that movie is amazing. The rest of the movie is so so.
1: besides the sequel movies and that for different reasons? Um, like Attack the Clones is probably the only movie that at different points I. Like didn't enjoy watching, but uh, but right. like even though even then like there are like it bleeds through, so, like the like for instance the ending of Attack of the Clones is amazing. Yes. Like the la- like the ending where it's bouncing back and forth between like the the Republic, but it's playing the the Empire music over it, and then like the the wedding. So like, it's, and then we also like, get, get like, Jar Jar giving Sheev.
0: The emergency powers. Yeah, I actually, like, I
1: think that's a really clever use of Jar Jar, actually, like, in the background, weirdly enough. Like, that you we take Padme out of the situation, so now the dude is incompetent. Like, I like the political maneuvering of that. Very, the start of all the Palpatine decisions was kind of that. So, there's yeah. like,
0: that. But it segues perfectly into number three. And then by number three, we get to the point where you're seeing how the war has taxed Anakin. It's pushed to the dark mm-hmm. side. Now, unfortunately, we get Ahsoka... We don't get Ahsoka in this, Mm -hmm. but I could have, had we had Ahsoka, I think we would have been better to understand his fall. It makes more sense now. Um, but because the Clone Wars arcs and everything, we can understand that. But yeah. we're gonna do a whole episode just on. I Clone think Wars actually, shows. Like, the
1: Clone Wars. I mean, this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, But I think like this just popped in my head. I think weirdly, and I I'm only saying this. Guy, I think I will, it will leave my brain the second it goes. I think weirdly, like as much as I like Phantom Menace, it we probably never should have got Child Anakin. We probably should have got Padawan. Anakin, and you could have explained teenager. the story. You should have I mean, been a you teenager. You should have the background during the movie. Then the second one, you can actually get a movie mid-war, would have done so I much get, better. So like,
2: so like, episode one kicks off, and then also,
1: in the clone my always things have been like, all right, in hindsight, knowing everything we know now, if we had an ep, a middle movie where you flesh out clones, Or you can maybe have Ahsoka, like with Anakin, you can first, like, you can do that, like you can actually have that, and it also. Like, the very, very simple thing that I think would have, like, very much saved the the prequels a little bit. Or even, like, just put a little bit of polish over it, Count Dooku in episode one. So, that would have been cool. Count Dooku in episode but one. Like, we on get the council. So go, like, so, go ahead and your yeah, opinion the, on episode into three. the
0: um, Visions yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot – basing it just off the cinematic stuff, not the cartoons, we get into episode three. And episode three is – Argue, like you said, arguably the best of the prequels. Yeah. It, it is arguably, the best Arguably, because I'm going that to argue that Attack of the Clones is better. The popular but opinion, yeah. The popular yeah. opinion. <laughs> uh, unpopular.
3: I talk about the war. Like, you're yeah, you're in yeah. the war. Like, like, you, you, you get, we really like, get, you get yeah. Yeah.
1: like, ten minutes of it. You just, <laughs> yeah.
3: Ten minutes? It's the whole movie, and then the war <laughs> ends at the end of the movie. No, I mean, he's <laughs>
1: like the actual footage of it, he means. I mean, there's only two actual battles. We get the best lightsaber
0: duel hands down, yeah, oh, in yeah. all yeah. of Star Wars. Anakin versus obi I mean, I think I yeah. like real face aesthetically Obi-Wan. myself, but I mean, it's a um, better technical fight. Like On, Mustafar is fantastic. I would have mm-hmm. loved to watch that for another half hour. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have just yeah, gotten have into going. it. And I think there's an uncut version where it is yeah. that oh, raw. Yeah. But we get that, we get to, um, my mind just blanked, we get to the fall of the Republic, the mm-hmm. rise of the Empire, we, get, we find out that Sheev is actually Darth Sidious, And that he's been plotting this the whole time. We get... Order 66. The stupid screaming attacks. We get... Execute Order 66. Love it. Great. And we get to see the clones turn on the Jedi and become...
1: The... The next, I think the biggest thing that was like the personal scenes work so much yes, better. Yes, it made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like like when, an, like, think about it, like, it when Anakin, like think about, it, when Anakin and like and Ob- Anakin and Obi Wan in the first twenty minutes of this movie. Oh my God, they're like when like they brothers because they, so. they took entirely and literally for the Clone Wars, they took that twenty minutes of like these two interacting up until like the last moment when even that moment when like Anakin shrouded in darkness and Obi Wan's in the light and they see each other for the last time before they fight. Like when he's going off to get Grievous, like yep. those little. moments 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 like that, which are present in all the last ones, they hit. They hit way better in the third
2: movie. And this is and this is why I say with Episode three, Episode mm -hmm. two bombed so bad because the execution wasn't that good. That the producers of that movie, Rick McCallum, specifically said, Mm -hmm. "We are not letting that happen again." Yeah. So they honed in on George Lucas and they said, "Look, bro, no more
1: focus. (laughs) You (laughs)
2: need to focus on your characters. You need to write this in a way that people are going to feel bad at the end of it." Yes. And there are moments, there are moments where I think, like, don't get me wrong, the Yoda Sidious battle is awesome, but it takes away
1: from the impact of the Anakin Obi Wan fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I've I, I I thought it, about but that I, but I, a little I, bit. Yeah. I think that point, the, but the reason the
2: I think Order 66 is stupid, but we'll get into I that think, in a second. I think Order 66, Hot is, take. No, Hot Order take. 66
1: or- is cool in the way they've explained it later on into canon, but I will say that the the worst Order 66 scene in Star Wars is probably, since, because we have a lot of them now in video games, TV shows, the worst Order 66 scene is probably the one in the third movie. It really is. All the other Order sixty six scenes are way more impactful because you care about the characters in them that are dying. You just have a group of random Jedi dying. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, 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 hot, ta- hot
2: take, hot take, hot take, yeah. hot take, hot yeah. take. Yeah. Order sixty six is the dumbest plot hole in history. And the reason I say this well, they is, fixed I quit. It, but yeah, I'm here's. But no, but here's. Well, they they went back and yeah. tried to fix it. But when the movie came out. <sighs> They did not specify that it was implanted into their brains. They did not specify that the clones were trained for this. So to have an executive order in your military that effectively blows up your own military... It's stupid.
3: Wasn't there, like, before? Why would
2: you but plan? But that was the whole plan only thing. because it's, like,
1: ten years in advance, like, of having, Well, like, also, uh, but also, this doing? really, pl- this, Psycho-Dyas. Psycho-Dyas. Psycho-Dyas, I, it, yeah. it would
2: be a lot more, so the other thing is I say that episode two and three are not far enough apart. They're only, they're only three years.
1: Three years. Yeah, I would have, I, I Episode to fair, three, I've but if you, watch, that if you watch, if you watch
2: episode two, Anakin's like a teenage boy, you get to episode three, he's only aged three years, and he's, like, a full-grown man. It feels to me. Yep. It, it 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 feels to me that episode three like the very first time I ever watched it, before they revealed to me that before they revealed that that it was only a couple years when 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 episode two and episode three came out, I literally, when I saw episode three, thought that there was a 10 year gap between those two movies.
1: Well, it, that's it would, how I
2: viewed it. And it should be that because Anakin has now grown so much, but having Lucas three years and weird stuff
1: like that. Now you're that taking, now you're
2: taking the entirety it. of Clone Wars, which if you watch the Clone Wars show, it does not feel like three years. It no, feels it like it's 10 no, it's years just, long. But that shows,
3: it's that shows seven how seasons. How like you feel like it's seven war, years.
2: Of right. But it, it. And the fact that it feels like that is like it, it. should. It should be that way. And the fact that they're like, you have to now believe that they crammed all of that into three years. It's just. It's just too much.
3: Before, before we got the Clone Wars, and before the, the like we learned about the inhibitor chips and everything, wasn't like the like the canon answer to like why the clones turn on because like Order sixty six was like a, a Senate order, like in case the Jedi got too powerful. And, like, well, the they whole, just they, they were aware an entire of it. List yeah. of yeah. There's, there's just, even a list of
1: they, There's even, like, an order to kill 65, the Chan- 65 yeah, or 64 like or
3: something to kill the Chancellor. If
1: but it, in, it, in case it was ever found, Palpatine, like, one for me, too. Yeah. And, and like, as
0: we get to the expanded, Palpatine always planned
2: ahead.
1: He did. Okay,
0: because yeah. you have Operation it's He's got to the to be.
2: but the Jedi are involved enough in the Senate to know what's going on. They should know that Order 66 is a thing.
3: Would, and That's and they why don't. it didn't make sense to me at first. That's what I'm saying Now is, the new like, – Do we know if
1: those orders are are classified? I thought – my impression was – and I, could I be don't wrong, think so. But is it those orders are classified, and if they were ever to be found, then there's a whole list of them, so, including the ones that are like, look, kill the chancellor, a normal one that's like – a martial law or something there's one that's
0: like, eviscerate the entire planet there's a whole yeah. list mm-hmm. but the jedi probably were like oh it's never going to get used against yeah. us they and probably I, 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 but remember but they, the but they play it in point, the third like,
2: movie that they have no idea that it even exists yeah and the jedi are so powerful that that it 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 boggles my mind that they don't know they're blinded by their own ego <laughs> but they're yeah, running the humorous, military yeah. they are running the military like imagine the military today. Could you imagine if if you were a leader in the military today and you had no idea that secretly the government has a plan to take you out who says they don't mm-hmm. I,
0: I it's We're like, not getting into those conspiracy
3: theories for this but episode. We'll we'll get into I, that I, later. I do agree I get what you're saying. I though. agree that like get what you're saying. Originally it didn't really make sense. I think now but again explained and this is, since then. Like but I think this it works is in The universe. idea
2: this is like. the last thing I'll say. And this again, this comes back to I love the movies, but this is where George Lucas got too in over his head and said, I have to find a way to kill off all the Jedi. So I'm going to write an order that effectively just kills all of them. And to be fair, like... They could have, again, had they had a proper story executive running the story with him, could have said, okay... I like your idea. We have to get rid of the Jedi. I get it. But we have to do it in a more impactful and effective way. So having them maybe, like I said, if you watch the belated media videos, the episodes one, two, and three were good, like actually good. Um, If you watch that, he rewrites it in a way that so Palpatine becomes Supreme Chancellor and Anakin takes his position because they don't grant him the rank of master. So Anakin takes his position and now is in charge of the military they go they're going to finally get grievous well, at the end of the movie happens, right? but but happens, the thing is is that so what they do at the end is that Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side to save padme Anakin yep. turns to the dark side out of uh, fear of losing her hatred for the jedi because they didn't give him what he rightfully deserves. And so instead him and Mace Windu get into this huge argument about how they're going to take down Grievous and Anakin says, no, I'm in charge of leading the military. If the Jedi are so good, why don't you guys be on the front lines and get General Grievous yourself if you think it's so good. And they go there and the Jedi are not as good as they think they are and they get eviscerated, but it's not planned that the Jedi are going to get killed. It's the Jedi go in there willingly thinking they're all that and they're really not. And they it's just get trap. destroyed. But it's not a way, trap. I, was, I, and I would that's say just, though that that's moment the thing, would
1: have already happened, though, like, in the war. But I I think
2: it's more – but but I think they – I think the Jedi and Anakin go at it so much as Anakin, now being the leader of the military, goes, you know what? No, I'm the leader of the military, and I'm going to put you on the front lines. If you think you're so good and you don't believe what I say, why don't you go ahead and do it? And Anakin – Subconsciously and ineffectively not realizing it gets them all well, murdered. Like and then like the turns Jedi. to the dark side.
1: We're so, viewing the Jedi as almost like a more formal part of the Republic than they, they really they are. They serve as re- like this when the but they the write
2: it and portray it in a way that they're totally no, they're not, involved in politics. Yeah, but no, but and that's the thing. But
1: they write it. But that's the but 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 he, but that that thing though. They don't act like they are. And like that's it's that's purposeful. They're, the Jedi act like they're so far removed from all this and that they're not, but then by the end of the war, they're literally like they're literally scheming to take the chancellor off the throne. And so, but my like, so, is,
2: so, so, what I have to say about that is that they they say in their opinions. I'm sorry, Jordan. I know I keep cutting you off. <laughs> last last thing is they say they say okay, we're not involved in politics. We're not involved in the war. We're peacekeepers. They're literally generals in the military. Mm-hmm. They are running the war. They are in charge of everything. The well, Jedi are well, in it's charge supposed of to reflect the real so, so, world, so, like right, right, right. Like, but but as generals in the war, how the hell would they not know that it is planned? that in the event that something goes wrong if you are running the military it plot wise doesn't make sense to me that they
1: wouldn't know that that is a thing see I'm 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 gonna give more research onto that I'm gonna give the Batman like contingency plan argument where Mm -hmm. like Batman wins that argument at the end because like they're, they're all mad that they have the contingency plan uh, but he's like, wait, what if the Jedi did go bad? The Jedi have broken off. But, they, People, but they some all of the knew, Jedi have broken off that in the they, past. They, they so I think, like, knew about I it. think That's Palpatine's a smooth enough operator that, like, say, say it's. Order so sixty six in his mind. I think if, it's, so
0: if they sold it to him and be yeah. like, "Hey, this is in case somebody goes to the dark side," and he probably yeah, sold theoretically it to, I think that it is, order sixty six can explained. be
1: applied on just a planetary level. It's not this one order that goes up to everyone yeah, he doesn't he chose have to send, it, out to send to it to everyone, but I think order sixty six, if you wanted it to, could have been like applied to like Well. like by himself. Been, like if
2: well, that's what order sixty
1: six should. Again, be. it's not clear. But I see it's what not. Saying. Like if it's they not don't make it clear it enough, and then it's not communicated
0: in the cinematics enough. And again, that's and this is where
1: what happens with the prequels like this is a very good thing like it, it is there but it, it exactly take but that's what i'm saying and like, so exactly they shouldn't the layers, have to wait sense.
2: they shouldn't have to wait six seasons of an animated tv show that came out later to explain which i also think is explained wrong that it's implanted into their brains that don't get me wrong i mean it works for what we got mm-hmm. but it I, I, like j- just from a story writing perspective, it shouldn't be that way because that the is clones, not, though. it's not the as, as good without the chip, but it's not as can't have well. Yeah. Well, it affects the them, but the, the, the making it an order to blow up your own military is mm-hmm. not as impactful as like egos and attitudes and all this stuff getting in the way to the point where they all go in and they're like, we're awesome. We're going to beat this guy. And then they got, they get murdered because they're not that good. That makes it more impactful for thinking well, that they're awesome. But anyway, Jordan, finish yeah. us off.
0: Sorry. Um, with episode three, we get to see the unification, though, between the trilogies. Everything make, everything comes to a head. Yes. Everything comes into, now we get Darth Vader in the suit, and we get the breathing, and the, the no, which... Shouldn't have happened. Which... <laughs> We get the no scream, which is yeah. actually just his emotions through the force being filtered because the suit didn't know how to process. He wasn't actually yeah, screaming. that is a no, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which you get in the novelization of Episode Three.
2: That's stupid to me.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, that it's a just thing. basically it turns, how the suit he's just, processes. He's just
1: screaming, and for some reason they turned it into no. Like it's again, again, the no is not the most executed thing. But that's yeah, but, I, but we'll, again, that's I will so say, dumb. I will that's say bad writing. The, bad writing, exactly when, bad writing.
3: When the special editions came out and they had. Oh, <laughs> Not Obi Wan. When they had Vader say no when Palpatine's killing Luke, I do like that no. I actually that really? do, yeah, like because he's like he's looking at Palpatine, he's looking at Luke, he's looking at Palpatine. He like, makes his and decision like, at that he's point. He's like no, no, no. I like the first no. I like when
1: he says it. A, he says it a couple times, right? Like, I like when he says it to himself. I, yeah. The last one I think is a little bit so, much, but, but we yeah. get the
0: unification, right? We right. also get the Wookies. Mm. We, she... yeah, we get the Wookies. Cool. Yeah, We get Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. We get the the. We get to see oh the, the, the connection with the Wookiees. But yep. you get to see Good the expanded the universe. You get to see Chewbacca for the first time, which brings it into the new hope. It's I know that really was just a, more a, of a plug. That doesn't make sense. That was to me, more man. just a plug. It's, it's, but I get it. That was more fan service. Well, that's I'm okay but with the that.
2: whole. And that's a thing about the prequels is that that, especially Episode Three, that movie is fan service. The movie to get us to Episode Four. That movie, and again from a filmmaking standpoint, would have been much better if you don't see Darth Vader in the suit, you don't name Luke and Leia, you don't know that Padme has two kids, you get to see Owen as a character that's not shitty. It's like it would have, again, the ideas are there, but like showing Darth Vader in the suit. I'm thinking of this as if I was writing that movie and I wanted my kids to watch Star Wars episodes one, two, three, four, five, six in that order. I, can I would see from, never I can see it from that. Angle, it eliminates yes, if you show Anakin as Darth Vader in the suit and you name Luke and Leia at the end of the movie. If you're watching them in order one, two, three, four, five, six,
1: isn't him in the suit the consequence though? Like in a way? Yes, like but Bob if you're, but I'm thinking, I'm
2: thinking, I'm thinking. All of this leads up to mm-hmm. that totally destroys the entire impact I, I of the it. twist I will that say Darth have, Vader. Is, so we see that Julian is just,
1: the suit is kind of ready. I will say,
2: <laughs> but then if you're watching, hey, but I'm thinking if you watch you. if you watch episodes yeah. one, two, three, and then mm-hmm. you watch four and five, you get to five. I'm your father. It's not impactful because you already you already know it.
3: Well, that's why you got to watch you know, them. That's, that's why you that's have to watch in release order. I think that's the way you're supposed to watch. That's the best
2: way to do it, but. As a good filmmaker and a good writer, you have to understand that people are going to watch them in order. Sequence one, two, three, four, five, six. You should write it in a way. Well, that not anymore. Imp- <laughs> but they should yeah. be written and this is why I say it's partially on George Lucas and not just the fandom, is that you should write it in a way that the greatest twist in cinematic history of all time ever is still the greatest twist in cinematic history. And he writes it in a way that it totally diminishes the effect. So I
0: will say, like... Oh, yeah, you can go, actually. Yeah. I was George, just going to say that it just... We really get a whole unification, mm-hmm. and we get, we get to the point now where Star Wars, at this time, for... Yeah. The, your base Skywalker saga is, mm-hmm. is completed. Yeah, it's all connected. We get the, the the chessboard's finally set. Yeah, and now when we get the expanded stuff, we get Solo and all those other things Rogue yeah. One. They all make sense. Yeah. Everything. I mean, Solo, is his own thing,
2: but Rogue, was, Rogue One's a great, movie.
3: A great movie.
0: Rogue, Rogue One now
2: best visual effects in all of Star Wars.
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Just but so now it all makes sense. Though we get the first Death Star plans in episode or episode two. We yep. get to see the in number the three. You get to see it getting started. You get Mm -hmm. to see the more addition to it in the Kenobi series. Yeah. And and Andor. And and you you see how much presence the Empire has. You see how much power and everything that Palpatine's been manipulating through everything. And we get to the point now where it all just starts to make sense connecting everything. You get the – you see how, yes – the Force was scientific, and then with this eradication of the Jedi with Order 66, it becomes more how it's mystical. become more mystic, and it becomes more science fantasy rather than science fiction. I would say the
1: mysticism of the Jedi... Especially in the sequels, always takes me out of it a little bit because like I, they were like a really they're too in mythology in the eyes of like most of the people that seem to interact and remember the Jedi. It's like only it's only been, been twenty like years. Twenty like, years. the but, Jedi. Like, that not was be something it. that's, that's always soul. kind of rubbed me. But again, it is a big galaxy with billions of people. Be- but it's a whole of beings, generation, and so. how
0: many people actually get to encounter? And again, Jedi. most
1: people don't. There was only ten thousand Jedi in the first place. So even though they were these legendary beings, the odds that you actually ever I, I saw like, a Jedi, you ever even rare. witnessed I the force, unless you lived on Coruscant. You didn't. Yeah, you lived on Coruscant. I like in episode four. Or
3: how he says that it's an old religion. Like, he's yeah. not discounting yeah, that it didn't yeah, mm-hmm. happen. He's just saying, like, it's not really it's, prominent It's not anymore. relevant anymore. Yeah. But, and he's easing
1: him into the idea,
3: which is the like J-R the sequels. Well, they're like so.
2: Luke Skywalker's a myth, and it's like it's only been twenty yeah, years, one, dude. He led the rebellion. He we should be like the a war hero. Of
3: them
1: blowing
0: up the Death But here is yeah. yeah. that history yeah. would be important. To me. This the isn't thing.
1: like a, the rebellion falling to an empire. This is no. This is the rebellion. We're talking one. about so. twenty
0: years and twenty Earth years, rather than the time relation that is the Star Wars galaxy. We're talking okay. It's been twenty years since the Battle of Yavin, not twenty years since the fall of the republic mm-hmm. or uh, we're talking about it in 20 years as a, as a calendar year on earth it doesn't yeah. make sense that way when you have to put down there the fact that the galaxy spins at different rates of speed
2: yeah but they don't but that's more science but they, I'm not but getting that's, that. but that's taking it that's taking it too far yeah. I think to guys like, try Wars to come up that's, that's like trying that to that, like, that's way. trying to explain but this is what I say and this is why they do this a lot in Clone Wars which I love Clone Wars greatest TV show but they do this a lot With writing and stuff like that is that's them trying to explain away mistakes that don't make sense and it's like, okay We get it for us just because time passes differently on a different planet doesn't mean they live in a universe where they can call each other across planets via hologram there is so no I, way that people don't know this stuff and it's
0: it's but my question is where are they basing it are they basing it off of the rotation one year one rotation there's but if you're but if you're there but there I shouldn't know, there be there's but it like shouldn't standard even standard be that that like
2: shouldn't one. even be a question to me yeah it's like that's just my ignorance you just have I know to, there's a way but. you just have to assume because they don't canonically if you watch the movies they don't explain that time works differently on different planets yeah. so you have to assume that it all it all passes the same everywhere
1: yeah i've got, i've always got that how would they
2: yeah anyway even so, though they have
1: sat in different things like it takes listen, 30 hours for a rotation they they said really, that in things we but.
2: really could sit here and talk
0: about yeah we could argue about yeah, it we're about. The every film bit, for hours <laughs> yeah. but the, the the cliff notes here episode 2 is the best no, uh, mm-hmm. no i'm kidding. Uh, we have a uh, toxic fandom Yes. We we acknowledge this that yeah, we need to correct to this it. Day, we have uh, what Julian calls the mismanagement Yes. Of yeah that's production exactly what it is across yeah, that, the prequel. Yeah. production
2: and writing. The creative was mismanaged. We
0: have a great premise of the story. Uh my favorite, my introduction to the Star Wars universe as a whole. My favorite era, and we like, get like, yeah. My favorite era is aesthetic, and that's yeah, mainly uh, due to all the video games I've played. In the it's yeah, it's a great it's a great era. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'd like to see them expand on that a little bit more, maybe do like a acolyte episode, yeah. Acolyte, stuff like that. That leads up to that. Yeah. That's um, the most detailed. But we got too. today so. I, I just, I want, I want to thank you guys for coming and talking about this with us um, and coming and thanking y'all for listening to listening and or watching us today on our YouTube channel, um, which is the uh, 716th attack Legion and um, or,
2: and or get it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. And or yes. Um, the you know we got uh you can hit us up on multiple platforms we got spotify we have apple podcasts youtube uh, i know i'm forgetting a couple um but we're all we're out there in the galaxy on the hollow net um so like share subscribe yep yep and um Next episode, we're going to be delving a little bit deeper into the expanded universe mm-hmm. with Rogue One, yes, and uh, Solo and some of the shows, Clone Wars right? and, and stuff or, like that. that kind of so stuff. again, though, I want to thank Emerge Studios for allowing us to record our podcast. Thanks, here. Rich, Thank you. and we want to. Sorry, continually... we upset
3: you about Star Trek. Yes, we love the whales <laughs> so bad.
0: Love the whales. <laughs> um, and again, thank you for allowing us to record here and Moranto Media. We greatly appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys next time.
2: And let us know in the comments which uh, prequel is your favorite and why. Oh Because yes. I want to know what you think. Yeah. And may the Force be with you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.